Welcome everyone to the Texas Values Report. My name is Nicole Hudgens and I'm so thankful that you joined us today. Texas Values is the largest organization that focuses on faith, family, and freedom in the state of Texas. And with us on the phone today, I'm just going to jump right in, is Senator Donna Campbell. Senator Campbell is the author of SB 22, which we'll talk about in just a moment, as well as someone who has been a strong supporter of the Save Chick-fil-A effort in San Antonio. Senator Donna Campbell, you're also an emergency room physician, and I know you've just got a little bit of time, but there's been some breaking news in Austin uh, with Austin City Council uh, because they've decided uh, to give $150,000 to support abortion. And you wrote a law this past legislative session that was saying taxpayer dollars should not be used for abortions. Can you talk to us about that law and what Austin City Council has done? Yes, Nicole, thank you. It's great to be with you this morning. I want to say I always enjoy speaking with Texas Values. You do such a great job defending our values so and, and standing up for our faith. So I really want your listeners to know how much value a senator like me places on this organization. Well, thank you so much. And, and folks, Senator Campbell, I tell you, she works hard and very diligently at the legislature to ensure that life is protected and religious freedom is protected. Mm-hmm. And you passed SB 22, mm-hmm. which protects taxpayer resources. Uh, can you tell yeah. us a little bit more about that important bill? Well, I worked real hard, but again, had help with you guys and, and others, but worked real hard this past session to afford same freedom at the local level that the federal and state levels have by preventing taxpayer dollars from funding the abortion industry. I believe that Texans who oppose abortion should not be forced to subsidize the industry with their tax dollars. So the main reason SB 22 was, or what brought my attention to what they were doing with their dollars in an example in the city or at the local level, Mm -hmm. the city of Austin has given a sweetheart deal to Planned Parenthood in which they lease a building to Planned Parenthood for $1 a year. That lease goes for 20 years and they have the option to renew it all the time. Now SB 22 doesn't back up and stop that, Mm -hmm. but it is meant to prohibit taxpayer dollars from going to any abortion providers for any service. So $150,000 for the use of transportation and hotel or lodging for a woman going to seek an abortion at a Planned Parenthood or any other abortion facility is a misuse of the taxpayer dollars. It violates the the bill. Mm -hmm. I mean... It is not surprising that the city of Austin would manipulate the law to use taxpayer dollars to pay for transportation and lodging and then turning around, turning around and saying, oh, no, we are not using them for abortion. If they're using those dollars to get people to the facilities for an abortion, that is using the dollars for abortion. Mm-hmm. They are they are enabling people to go have an abortion. Mm-hmm. 
Absolutely. And I'm I'm an Austin resident myself and was so thankful for multiple reasons that SB 22 was passed and that you worked so hard on that. But I'm watching my taxpayer, my my taxes go up hundreds of dollars a month uh, for my roommate and I simply because the city of Austin is raising taxes. But when you find out that it's going towards the killing of innocent children, it's just wrong. And so we just thank you so much, Senator Campbell. This this story has actually gone national I know that mm-hmm. there have been questions asked um, to, the, to the attorney general's office. There's there's a lot going on. And so but it's because of senators like you that stood up to protect to protect taxpayer dollars. Uh, we're able to 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 have this discussion. Uh huh. Well, and it, it didn't it wasn't just me. I mean, to pass a bill, got to have 19 votes. So we, we were able to get the vote. And was very thankful for that. But also as a result of of SB 22, Planned Parenthood has lost more than a million dollars in contracts in Travis County alone. They could not, now they they cannot renew a 230,000 contract with the city of Austin for youth outreach services. Can you imagine what that is? And then there's uh, a contract for 790000 with the Travis County Hospital District that they cannot uh, get for their women's health service. And, you know, the state, all the services for low-income women can be provided by the state Healthy Texas Women's Program, mm-hmm. of which are more than 5,000 providers across the state to provide women's health. And these are all providers that do not have even direct or indirect connection with any abortion facility or industry. Right. We know, and, and Healthy Texas Wiz- Women is is an excellent program and a great example of the fact that when we say we're pro-life, we're not just stopping abortion, but we're actually helping those women in need. We're helping provide them what they need to raise their children. And I was hearing actually at our policy forum, uh, an amazing speaker from Human Coalition talking about that their organization has talked to abortion-minded women. And so many of them have said, if, if I just knew that there were resources there, then I would be able to keep my child. And so that's what programs like Healthy Texas Women is doing. And senators like yourself who are standing up for life and standing up for women. Um, it's it's just so, so important that we choose to stand, especially in the state of Texas. And Senator Campbell, just any closing thoughts? I know you're literally on the road, uh, but took the time to speak with us. So any closing thoughts um, for for what you've done with SB 22? And, and I know there's a whole lot going on with Safe Chick-fil-A. Yes. Yes, there is. You know, this is just an example of you guys, of um, Texas values, your outreach and what you're looking at. Not only pro-life, and, you know, we want a culture in our state, and we like a culture in our cities for life. That's going to take more work. But you also stand up for our state and free speech. And I was proud to support the Chick-fil-A Act that you got spearheaded during this session. And it was a disappointment. I was down there when they had discussion on the Chick-fil-A decision, the issue, 
And yes, they, the city council purposely did not allow people to speak. They didn't want to hear the voices of the people that they represent. And, you know, if someone comes against their voice, which would be those of us in the audience that morning, you know, they squash it. But their voice is heard because they're elected officials. And so they're able to try to suppress the free speech of our First Amendment. And if a businessman or woman with their own business doesn't do anything to violate laws, they should be able to set their policies and have their own personal beliefs without being punished. And this was a flagrant example if you have a personal belief how elected officials can come against you if their beliefs do not parallel yours. And that's scary because mm-hmm. it could really flip on them, but they don't see that. So thank you all for the work. And thank you, Senator Campbell. Because of you, freedom <laughs> freedom is, is protected in the state of Texas and Again, thank you so much for your work, your efforts with with standing up for the Save Chick-fil-A issue, standing up for religious freedom, and then your hard work with SB 22, ensuring that our taxpayer dollars aren't going towards the killing of innocent children. Just incredible work that you've done just in this session, this past session. And and we just encourage folks um, to to pray for you and and to support you. And and I know you've got to get on the road. So thank you again, Senator Campbell. It was a joy to have you. Nicole, thank you, and tell Jonathan I said hello, and thank you for the work you all do, and uh, thank you for your support. Many times it's not easy, but it's the right thing to do. That's right. Besides, if we don't stand up for the faith and the values that we we have in Texas, and we lose it, there's not another Texas to move to. Exactly. Thank you, Nicole. Exactly. Thank you so much, Senator Campbell. Thank you again. And folks like Senator Donna Campbell was saying, there's not another Texas to go to. So we must continue to stand for the issues of faith, family and freedom in the state of Texas. And I would love to tell you that it's easy to do that, that it's easy to uh, be able to stand for these issues. But as Senator Donna Campbell talked about. We've got local city governments like Austin City Council that have decided they're they're going to try to circumvent the law, um, that they're going to give taxpayer dollars towards supporting abortion. And as a taxpayer, I don't want my money going towards the killing of innocent children. And we can never shy away from the fact that is what abortion is. But I also love that Senator Campbell pointed out there are programs out there to help women who are experiencing a crisis pregnancy. Uh, There's so many pregnancy resource centers. There's the Healthy Texas Women Program. There's Alternatives to Abortion, an amazing program right here in the state of Texas. There are there are federally qualified health care centers that do exactly what Planned Parenthood does, if, if not more uh, than Planned Parenthood does, but without abortion. And so there are resources out there to help women. And so it's just so important in the pro-life movement that we're focused not only on stopping 
the killing of innocent children, but that we're also helping those women in need. And that's what I love about folks like Senator Campbell and and many of our legislators who have a a full pro-life mindset. Um, There were so many things that happened. And folks, I would love to tell you that we're done talking about pro-life issues in Texas, that abortion is unthinkable in Texas, but we're not there yet. There's more work to be done in the state of Texas on that issue. But what I'm so thankful to see is that hearts and minds are changing on this issue. Uh, You know, Roe v. Wade actually started right here in the state of Texas. And so as, as a Texan, I have to say, if Roe v. Wade started in Texas, then it must end in Texas. And thankfully, we've got folks like Senator Campbell in office, standing up for the pro-life issues, standing up for the unborn, standing up for those women who are in need. And another thing that Senator Campbell talked about was what's going on with the Save Chick-fil-A issue. Now, if you followed Texas Values, you've probably been engaged with what's been going on. But just to recap, the San Antonio City Council denied a Chick-fil-A store in their airport. Why would they do that? That's crazy. Everyone loves Chick-fil-A. But why did they do that? Because Chick-fil-A decided to donate to the Salvation Army and the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Their founder has taken a stand on the issue of marriage. And because of that, the San Antonio City Council denied them a contract. So not only... (laughs) Uh, were citizens and Texans and really Americans outraged at this. But the city doubled down. They decided, no, we we really are voting against allowing Chick-fil-A to have a contract. We are banning Chick-fil-A at the San Antonio airport. This is something you would think you'd hear in California or New York. But no, folks, this is happening right here in the state of Texas. And as Senator Donna Campbell said, There were those who came to speak out against that, and the city council wouldn't even acknowledge them. So our team was working on the ground at the Capitol, and there was a bill that had been filed to protect religious freedom, and it was tailored to address this issue, saying that the government can't deny you a contract, a subcontract, a license, an agreement, a benefit program, a scholarship program, an accreditation simply because you've donated to a religious group or are affiliated with a religious organization. We're seeing where even at the federal level, those who have stood up for their faith, those who who work with other organizations are, are being punished and called out by lawmakers. And we can't allow that, and especially not in the state of Texas. So thankfully, the Save Chick-fil-A bill was passed. And I, I love the fact that we get to have this discussion over an organization, a company that is based in its faith, based in faith, but has because of that, I, I truly believe because they tr- choose to honor God um, on, on the Sabbath, because they choose to give their employees a rest, um, they have just an excellence about them not to, you know, not to mention the most amazing food. Uh, but that's what we're, we're discussing. But what's important to understand about the Save Chick-fil-A law is it doesn't just cover Chick-fil-A. You may be a business owner. You may be somebody who contracts with the government, your local city government. We want to make sure that you're not going to be denied a contract simply because you've affiliated with a religious organization or you've donated to a religious organization. And that's what I'm so thankful about this bill. This bill protects Texans. 
and certainly protects Chick-fil-A that needs protection, but it, it goes beyond Chick-fil-A as well. And right now, we know that the Attorney General has filed a lawsuit um, along with First Liberty Institute. We know that the Federal Aviation Administration is doing an investigation uh, on this issue. But we also know that there is now a law in Texas that bans this. And there's actually been a lawsuit filed by five citizens from San Antonio, Bear, and Kamal County that are suing the city of San Antonio because this law is in effect, but they're still not complying. So you can find out more by going to right here on our Facebook page um, for those watching on our Facebook Live. And you can go to our website, txvalues.org. The other thing I want to make sure I recap that we talked about with Senator Campbell was SB 22 and what happened with Austin City Council. So the Austin City Council had a proposed budget and I'll tell you, as, an, as a resident of Austin, uh, I was very disappointed to see yet again that taxes are going to be raised uh, by the city council. Very frustrating, to say the least. So they brought up this proposed budget. And city council members decided that they wanted to use $150,000 to donate towards abortion. Now, Everyone knows SB 22 is going into effect. So this was a clear attempt to circumvent the law. And it's, it's so frustrating to me as, as a woman and as a resident and somebody who, who knows that life begins at the womb, that, that my taxpayer dollars are going towards support, supporting the killing of innocent children. And, you know, they did, they, what they did is they brought up the proposed budget, and then they added an amendment. What the actual text of the amendment, we're not quite sure of because we haven't found where it's posted anywhere. But what we know for a fact is that they have had press conferences, they have made statement after statement that this money, this $150,000, is going towards supporting abortion. It is going towards supporting abortion. They were not shy about it. There was a press conference with the Lilith Fund and others who were strong pro-abortion uh, advocates that were at City Hall. So it's very clear what City Hall is trying to do in Austin, Texas, is use taxpayer dollars to support ab abortion to attempt to circumvent the law. And so as, as we've heard, Senator Campbell uh said, look, this violates the spirit of the law. And she's asking the attorney general, does this violate the law? There's actually been a lawsuit also filed on this issue. So you've, you've got citizens that are rising up saying this is not okay. It's not okay anymore that city council is, is giving money towards supporting abortion. So just wanted to make sure that I recap that with you. Oh my goodness, we've only got seven minutes left. <laughs> so much to talk about. If you're not on our email list, I encourage you to go to txvalues.org. If you've never heard of our organization, we work in the Capitol, the courts, and the courts of public opinion, the media. And I'll tell you, we have gotten call after call after what Austin City Council did uh, all over. The, this is making national news, folks. And you have to remember this. What happens in the state of Texas impacts the rest of the nation. So when you've got CNN calling, you've you've got all these national groups that are wanting to know what's happening in the state of Texas. It's because what we do can have a ripple effect. Thankfully, though, we do have righteous leaders uh, in our state. But I'm I'm telling you, 
we can't sit by and let local governments uh, do what they're doing by by attempting to violate the law and not listen to their citizens and not do the right thing for for freedom. And so I encourage you, if you're not on our email list, you can sign up today right now. Go to txvalues.org. We're going to update you once a week what's happening in the state of Texas. There are things that happen at the local level. There are things that are happening at the statewide level, like the State Board of Education is going to be talking about what your child is going to learn in health class. Um, We've seen where Austin Independent School District is pushing a radical sex ed agenda. You can go to our website to learn more at txvalues.org. Maybe you've been involved. Maybe you're a parent and you're seeing some things happening in your child's school, um, pushing a radical agenda, call our office. Let us know. Uh, we want to be able to help. There are times where during legislative session, we are at the Capitol, what feels like 24-7. If you don't know, the legislature meets once every two years, and they cram two years' worth of legislation in 140 days. So it's late nights, early morning, even the Safe Chick-fil-A law that we worked on. Uh, that was a 24-hour workday. Uh, but, but the reason why we do what we do is because we believe in standing for faith, family, and freedom. And so many times we're having to stand alone. But thankfully, this past session, we had folks coming up to the Capitol, testifying, talking to their legislators, telling them that they wanted religious freedom uh, protected, that that we needed to pass strong pro-life legislation. So, again, I encourage you, go to TXValues.org. We just had an incredible, incredible policy forum. Senator Ted Cruz came and spoke incredible, inspiring. Uh, Congressman Chip Roy came and talked to us about what's happening in Congress. Uh, We had folks from Massachusetts telling us what's happening in their state and what could be coming to Texas if we don't stand up. We had those from uh, actually, uh, General Jerry Boykin was one of our speakers at the benefit dinner. He did an incredible job talking about uh, motivating and activating Texans to stand for freedom. It, it was absolutely incredible. If you don't know about uh, Lieutenant General Jerry Boykin, he was a founding member of the Delta Force, a member of the Green Beret, uh, just has done incredible, incredible things for our nation. But he is working as the vice president for the Family Research Council, gave a very inspiring speech uh, on on Friday night. And, you know, some of the other, I mean, we had the State Board of Education members. We had legislators come speak. Uh, we had, you heard Senator Donna Campbell talk about SB 22, Representative Candy Noble, who carried the bill in the House and actually stood on the floor for what was the longest debate that session uh, to to stand up and to pass SB 22 on the House side. She was one of our speakers, uh, Chairman Jeff Leach, who was the author of the Texas Born Alive Infant Protection Act. He was there. He was speaking. We had folks from different groups all over all over the state come. It was amazing and probably there were a lot of favorite panels uh, that I had. I can't narrow them all down. But probably one of the most uh, important ones was one that we had with Alliance Defending Freedom, Matt Sharp, Andrew Beckwith from our, our friends in Massachusetts who run an organization called Massachusetts Family, very similar to Texas Values. Uh, they're part of what's called the Family Policy Network. And then Joseph Backholm, who used to be the FPC director, family policy director in Washington state, is now working for the Colson Center on a project called What Would You Say? And it's being able to respond to people about 
tough issues like marriage and and other I I encourage you to go to their website uh, what would you say I believe it's what would you say.com and what I loved that 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 panel talked about was first what are we for so many times you hear about what are what are we talking you know we're, it feels like we're going to fight this and going against this city council and and that that issue in the school district we have to remember that why we do what we do is because at the beginning, it always has to start with our faith. And in the beginning, God had a plan for marriage. He had a plan for family. And his ways are perfect. We live in a a fallen world and an imperfect world. But when we're talking about the role of government, let's push policies that are going to protect children, policies that are going to protect the family unit, that are gonna keep marriages strong. And one of the things that Joseph talked about was the importance of not backing down and for being strong and courageous. And I just encourage you, if you've never gotten involved with public policy, if you've never gotten involved with what's happening at your city council or in your school board, uh, I encourage you, now is the time to stand up. Now is the time to stand for faith. Now is the time to stand for family. Now is the time to stand for freedom. And so I just encourage you, go to our website, check it out, txvalues.org. We also have an amazing gala coming up. Uh, Save the date, November 15th. You can sign up right there on our website, txvalues.org. We're a 501c3 organization and can only do what we do because of donations from people like you. But again, I just encourage you and leave you with this for this weekend, that if you have the opportunity to stand, I encourage you to stand and to let's keep advancing the line for faith, family and freedom right here in the state of Texas. I'm Nicole Hudgens, Director of Policy for Texas Values. Thank you so much for tuning in and hope to hear from you soon. Bye bye.